Hello and welcome to episode 85 of the True Achievements podcast. We have no Rich again this week, but he's working. He's at a very special event that I don't even know if we can mention, so I won't. But he's there. We'll have more on that probably in the next few weeks. Uh, but I do have Jack with me. Hi, Jack. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. So let's jump straight into it. We've just covering like the last week, we won't cover two weeks. We've obviously missed a show, but you've been playing quite a lot of stuff. Yeah, I've actually played some stuff. Lots of stuff. Yeah, so I realised I was, um, I had a load of Japanese games and just other games that I'm kind of partly finished with, and I figured I'd actually finish some of them. And then I can get rid of them, sell them on, somebody else can get some use out of them. So um, I finished off uh, a game called Bloodbath which is quite um, difficult to get hold of, but that was really boring. I had three achievements left, and it took about six hours of just repetitive grinding to level the character up from 15 to 25. Um, it is an online game, and I ran across nobody else online while playing <laughs> for these seven hours, which shows you how how much of a popular game it is. It's all about Call of Duty um, on Windows <laughs> 10, that one. <laughs> So that was, it wasn't too terrible. I just whacked some TV on and uh, played that in the background. But uh, that was a nice 450 gamer score, though, with three achievements. Oh, cool. And uh, plugged in NCIS, which is something I picked up years and years ago and just never got around to playing. And it's a great game, that, isn't it? Yep. It's great with a walkthrough. Yeah. Yeah. So I just followed a guide for it on TA, which somebody had helpfully put together. And three and a half hours later, probably less than that, uh, 1,000 game score richer. So, I think when I first got into gamer score, obviously the first one was Avatar. Yep. And I think NCIS was probably my second 1,000. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then did you do any of the CSIs either? No, I just uh, I had enough at that point. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that, that's enough for me. This is like a poor man's CSI. Yes. Yeah. Although it's a lot easier than CSI, so I can't really say that. So, yeah. I suppose the better approach to take, I'd rather play NCIS than a CSI game because everything was main storyline. You didn't have to worry about missing anything. It was good in that regard. But then uh, a couple of other Japanese games finally finished off a multiplayer in Singularity. So that's been a bit of a chore for the past uh, five weekends, I think. Um, we did a five-hour session on Saturday. And, yeah, managed to polish it off. Uh, that was for 100 games achievement, which was a bit time-consuming in that. Okay. Then uh, Lego Batman, Japanese. One I started in the last ultimate head-to-head actually i had one achievement come up for it but i figured i'd finish off the story and now i've just got to replay through the game again in the free play mode that's the bit i hate about lego games yeah this one actually isn't too bad though because in some of the original lego games i remember you had to play through the story mode and you had to get max for stud counter in each level then you had to play through the free play and max for stud counter in each level yeah this one seems to merge those into one another so you can play through the game and not worry about the stud counter initially then play for in free play and if you max the stud counter that counts across both it's just kind of one thing so it lowers the gameplay a little bit in that respect but still a bit repetitive as you'd expect and mm, not <laughs> my favourite Lego game but 
got to get that 1,000 gamer score. So, yeah. you got you got to get 400k for the end of the year. Don't forget. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'll do that. But I might just tweak my goal. <laughs> Four, 375. Yeah. Oh, it's 300k, wasn't it? Yeah, 300k. Yeah, 300K. Yeah. Okay. Um, then Idol Master live for you. This Not is heard of this game at all. It's like Guitar Hero. Um, okay. With a controller, except it's not multiple buttons at the same time. It's, it's just basically a rhythm game. Button scroll across the bottom of the screen. They fall within a little kind of circle, and when they fall within that circle perfectly, you've got to push that button. And okay. They kind of follow a beat or a rhythm, I think. I've been playing it without sound on, so I'm not too sure. Is um, it another Japanese game, then? Yes, yeah, Japanese one. Um, so menus and difficult to work out and I don't actually know what I'm pushing but there's an amazing guide on TA once again that gives you an idea and it just goes choose the left option choose the right option choose the right option again then you'll be in the game now just play the game so that's good um, that's not too difficult though it should be probably another two hours to complete I've only put about half an hour into it so and then Turned on Batman Arkham Origins. This is one I played ages ago for the multiplayer when this, there was talk oh, yeah, of yeah. something on the servers being shut down, and it turned out it was just the microtransaction system. So me oh, so it's still live. Uh, the servers are still live, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was literally just the microtransaction system, but everyone went a bit mental because they didn't give you any clue what they were shutting down. They just said something's gonna close. Everyone picked it up and boosted the multiplayer, then it's like, uh, I didn't really need to do that. But, um, I still have a story in it, though, and I'm kind of annoyed that I haven't played the story in it yet. I was annoyed I've missed out on it for so long, because it's just like the other Arkham Asylum and Arkham City games. Yeah. Um, plays just like those, uh, except the premise of this one is that somebody's hired um, some assassins to try and kill you so it's kind of like 10 sub i think it's 10 assassins or eight assassins so it's for each of the assassins there's kind of a little story arc and you're tracking them down and you've got to try and defeat them and stuff like that um, and then there's an overarching story arc as well but it's, it seems good it's just like arkham city i'd say and i'd recommend playing it if you haven't and that was it i only unlocked one achievement in the story for that but something I'll persevere with, but I think it's going to be two or three playthroughs because you have to do a new game plus and then you have to do a playthrough on the hardest difficulty as well, which you don't unlock until you complete it at once. So three And there's also, I, I've played this, but I'm not great at the combat in these games. And I think each of the, like, the bosses that you fight there's like a, an achievement for them, which if you miss and you, and you finish the fight, then it's a case of restarting uh, the game again. Yeah, there's the um, a couple of bosses where you're not allowed to take damage, and so yeah, I think that, where you've think got to keep the combo going, like you said. One of the first is Deathstroke, and he's like he's he's definitely got like a pattern that you can get, but if you kind of miss one of them counters and get hit, then it's like okay, start again. And with those, can you um, just push start and quit out straight away if you realise you've avoided it? Um, as far as I'm aware, you can. Like, it'll go back to the start of the fight, but I think I'm not great at the combat, so I was getting beat 
off him. So I just like managed to beat him and just moved on with it at that point. Okay. But I'm sure you're pretty good at the combat in that, so I'm sure you'll be able to. Yeah, I've played enough of them. Get so them done. I've got the uh, game of the year Arkham Asylum sitting about ready to. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> that's uh, that's it for this week. But that's my most game-filled week for ages. So. Yeah, so well done, you. Yep. Oh, I, I remember as well before I went to Gamescom, you sent me a picture of uh, my horse. And oh me yeah, too, my horse. Me too. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, that was another one. Uh, it's like these Japanese titles. I realised I'm sitting on a bit of a gold mine of games. So <laughs> it's all these games I've spent loads of money on. I'm never going to play after I finish them, so I figured I may as well finish some and sell them on or whatever. So have you finished that now? Yeah, I finished right now, and uh, it was two evenings of pain. To finish it. <laughs> um, it's got two difficulties on it. There's a amateur difficulty where you don't have to push the A button to jump. And there's a professional difficulty where you have to push the A button to jump. That's the only difference. The difficulty achievements don't stack. So you have to play on amateur, then you've got to play for unprofessional. It was just... Wow. Yeah, one of those games. But um wasn't too time-consuming. It's just a bit annoying, but... And it's over now. Have you stuck it in his trophy case? Yes, I get my trophy case. My horse has gone to the farm in the sky. So. <laughs> well done. All right, so this week I played uh, quite a bit, actually, which surprised me because I thought I'd be gamed out after Gamescom, but I've, I've some decent stuff coming out. So I played the third episode of Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Um that's probably out of the three episodes so far. I think that was probably my favourite. It felt like it was actually going somewhere this time around, whereas the others seemed to have kind of ambled on. I kind of, I kind of got a grasp of what was happening and stuff in this one, and it's interesting because it kind of tied up a bit of it, and now it's going to move on to something else. So um, again, I'm looking forward to playing episode four, and they've been pretty quick with this. I'm sure there's been like one a month, maybe one every three weeks or something since this came out. So not waiting too long, which is good. Um, did some more stuff in Agents of Mayhem. I've just got grindy kind of things to do now at the end of the game. One of the achievements I think I'm going to leave, you got to collect all the shards in the game. And I think the, the, I think Saints Row 4, there was probably like a 1,000. This has only got 300 and odd. But there's no way of marking them on your map, so you've actually got to find them. It's like the agility orbs in Crackdown then. Yeah, there's like a little, you you can set like this energy pulse type thing that'll kind of highlight things in the area for you. But it fades away really quickly and obviously these shards are like up at the top of buildings so you might be on the floor and looking and it could, you know, if you don't look that particular way you're going to miss it. And I really don't know if I can be bothered going through that. I'm, there's some guides on TA already, solutions with people showing where it is. With so that stuff that you almost need a bit of a fresh start with that, don't you? You need to kind yeah. of start the game again and follow it through from one point to the next because if you hit in a point where you've already collected it and you can't actually see it, it's, you spend more time trying to like line up the camera to verify you are actually at that place. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not looking forward to that. I, there's another one for getting you. You have, I can't remember what it is, and I think it's nine or 12, yeah, 12 agents, and you got to get all of them to level 20, which is quite easy because if, if you've got one that's level 20, you can just go doing stuff and kind of mow enemy, 
enemies down and these will get XP in the background type thing. So okay. I'll probably persevere with that. Do they not get as much XP because you're not actively playing as them? Or do they just... As far as I'm aware, it's exactly the same. It's okay. like they, they all get the same. At the, at the end of like, if you do a mission or like these dungeons and stuff, they all seem to get the same at the end. So like last night, I was just doing some... These, uh, these connect, they're called connected contracts. So it's like um, every day you get... I think it's three new contracts. There's an achievement for getting 15 of them. And you basically they give you like a kill 25 of this, 25 of this, and 25 of this. And you can go on and you can either start it yourself or you can see, you know, other people on Xbox Live who already started it. And I think you can have up to six people sort of like working through these contracts at the same time. So I think I've probably done about nine of them. I've got a few to do, but I've just been going on, jumping in with some of these lower characters and just blasting away try to help get through them so I think I'll probably get done to the, that last shard one and leave it there um, started as well the the, the annual Madden okay. NFL 18 yeah. got 20 achievements in that so far for 535 gamer score doesn't seem hard at all there's none of the um, ultimate like, team stuff for winning the Super Bowl or anything okay. like that it's just so no 10 wins in a row it. online either or no no, there's um, there is some ultimate team stuff, but nothing that I had to spend any money on or anything. I just you, there's like a, I can't remember what they call. There's like these scenarios that you can do in ultimate team with your team, which I was doing, and they kept awarding me with packs or coins and stuff. So managed, and then there's only I think there's probably about three or four achievements, like start an ultimate team, and then there's the chemistry stuff. I don't know if you remember them. Yeah. But they're really easy. You just have to find three players who play for the same team, and that's one of your chemistries done. So it's it's not like uh, you're not trying to get to. I think you had to have like an 85 rated team last time or the time before to start getting the second chemistry. This one seems really easy. I've not started the what is it long shot? It's called in it the like the story mode. I've not started that yet. But apparently Mark said there's some kind of missable stuff in there. So okay, I kind of yeah, keep an eye on that, but. And it's got the, uh, this the, uh, the legacy score mode where you can just put in certain stat, um, yeah, settings and sim download. it. Yeah. yeah, download a team and sim it, and then it's like five minutes all done. And they're, they're all rare achievements again. Like, <laughs> don't know why people don't cut on to that. But yeah, I think I'll probably get that finished this week. And how long and do you think it's going to be in terms of time investment? Probably about, I don't know how long that, depends how long that long shot is, but I'd guess around about 15, 20 hours, something like that. Okay, that's not super fun. Is it in the um, EA Access? Yeah, so you, I, and I, I presume like if you, the journey last year on FIFA, in the EA Access trial, you could only play the first bit and it stopped you, so I presume you're going to have to actually, I, I, I haven't checked, but I presume you're going to have to actually have the proper game to play it. That's fine. I'll get it done this week. And the last thing I played this week is Life is Strange Before the Storm. Really looking forward to playing this. Uh, started it yesterday morning because I woke up early, just enough to do a little bit before work and then finished it off last night. I, I mean, I love it because it's back being in that game that I really enjoyed, but there's some bits that seem a bit awkward to me. Like they, they're really pushing Chloe as, you know, like this angsty teenager. And some of like the the conversation choice and things you get just seem like really like they're pushing it too hard. Yeah. Uh, th yeah. 
it seemed like there's some moments in it which like seem like kind of relatable and stuff and it's like yeah I'm really she's ace and then other bits it's it's not as bad as the first game where she's like hella this and hella this dude and all that like. <laughs> but there's just some of the things she says like I don't know if you listen to any of the games come podcast we did but the in the first game you could do like the rewind time thing was obviously like a big feature in this they've got a, a system it's called the back chat feature so back for example in the, that even sounds yeah, so like for, a teenager for, for example the first episode very early on so it's not really spoilery you have to go and get to you have to get into a club and you have to get through a bouncer and to get into him he's got his motorbike next to him which has got like samoan kind of floral decoration on this motorbike so you go back to him and then you can back chat him and it's just um talking to him about him having girly things on his motorbike and stuff and it just seems a bit the way she's talking just seems really wooden Event, and he like, gets so offended he lets you in i don't know it's, it's in a light stage you know it's past bedtime it, the way it works is it's he'll, he'll say like can it pass your bedtime then you'll get three responses and you have to pick a response that kind of matches to things he said previously so you'll get an option about past your bedtime or i don't okay. sleep or something like that and it kind of rolls on that they're not hard it's it's simple but some of the stuff it just seems a bit uh, like I, I, would anybody really say this stuff and they've but, kind of used this to replace for rewind or yeah because the rewind yeah so you'll you'll find something do you remember uh, you, you didn't get far into the first one i played the first episode so when you when you found a point in the first game where you could rewind, like you get this little like speech bubble and like it like highlights up a screen like in a little you know to say that you could rewind at that point to like have a conversation and change the way it went, and it's the same with this like you look around and also you find this floral print motorbike and then it's like so you know you can go back chat but there's a few points like through that like there's a bully that you go and speak to and stuff and it's just like nobody'd say that. <laughs> no it's there at all but yeah there was other bits of it that were really good I'm enjoying where it's going you met like the, the Rachel girl who obviously in the first game is the girl that goes missing so it's kind of like Chloe prior to having blue hair she's not quite full on badass yet but she's kind of there she's getting going there. through oh, yeah, she's back first. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and first meeting Rachel so yeah I'm enjoying it I'm looking forward to seeing the other two okay. the only thing that's disappointing me is that when we spoke to them at Gamescom he said it's about 7 to 8 weeks per episode so it's like Ooh, okay. that's ages to wait it's a long time but finish that and this episode was 300 I, I, I kind of split the achievement list for it yesterday there's one at the end that I'm yeah. guessing is going to be for completing the game that I stuck in episode. So Complete Farewell is actually, it's a chapter that people that have the deluxe edition of the game get. Wow, really? So yeah. you got to have the deluxe edition so of the game to finish it? Present, I, although I, it's not actually playable yet, and they've announced via Twitter um, in 140 characters, so it didn't, nobody's kind of really sure but apparently with episode 2 they're going to patch it and make that achievement available for everyone yeah they've got um, it so you won't need the deluxe it. version to get the complete farewell achievement but to be honest I like the game that much of the series that I'd probably be happy to buy I just pre-ordered like the standard but I'd probably play because there's a, a set and like an extra episode in, in the yeah I think this in is the deluxe edition, that extra so. episode yeah but I so think I, I won't mind Judging by the people. zero unlocks, it's going to be an episode that comes after all the other stuff's released. Interesting approach, anyway. 
Yeah, <laughs> novel. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for what I've been playing this week. Uh, we did one stream yesterday, Jack, for Ark Survival yeah. Evolved. Ark Survival Evolved. And this was mental. So I've seen pictures <laughs> of this, and it's always been pictures of dinosaurs. And I was like, ah, oh, you probably play as a dinosaur. You do not. You play as a person. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, there's so much depth to the game. Um, you start off as a person, and you're kind of progressing you can hit hit a tree get some wood and then you can build some tools it's kind of like really complex really advanced minecraft in that respect yeah. uh, you're kind of almost evolving through the ages and evolving and surviving um you have kind of a little chip in your arm some inventory space but like initially you start with nothing at all go up and punch some trees get some wood and you can build some tools then you can mine some rocks then you can see some dinosaurs and start attacking dinosaurs killing them to get food and meat and hide you can build structures you as you level up you can put your stats into different things so you have like the amount of weight you can carry the amount of health you have the amount of food your um, water intake so you've got to manage all of this stuff as you're playing uh, which just seems crazy and mental but like kind of it builds up in quite a nice way and it's it just seems really complex but it was really fun i enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would um, we got to the stage where we had built a little house uh, we were just playing in an offline mode though so it was just us there but the game itself does actually run while you're not there so if you play online with other players you could build a fort you could switch the console off come back kind of a day later and somebody could have raided your fort like yeah. destroyed it so you've got to kind of be strategic with where you place things who you um, form alliances with uh, it's got some cool features we were getting to the stage um, for each upgrade you apply you then get a choice of points to spend and you can spend that on new craftables so the different kind of component pieces you pick up you can then craft into further items so for your shelter you obviously need a base so you've got a floor then you can build a door frame you can build a door to put in that door frame you can build walls you can build ceilings um, but all of those are kind of locked down initially and as you level up you'll be able to unlock those with the points um, we got to a stage yesterday where we just unlocked storage crates and these are pretty cool so you, um, the number of items you picked up I was picking up loads of wood loads of thatch loads of um, berries and stuff and it was i was over encumbered so my character couldn't walk so i didn't have enough yeah. um weight so i could have leveled my weight up to increase that so i could carry more stuff or build storage crates and just whack everything in there but the crates you can actually put pins on as well which is amazing <laughs> so if you are playing online you could put a pin on it nobody else could get into it unless you give them the pin they know it no it, it, was just, it was amazing though so there were points we were walking along and my hunger would be down to nothing so I'd have to go and try and find some either some berries or kill a dinosaur to get some meat I could eat raw meat but raw meat would give me status effects so I'd become ill and my character yeah. would start defecating more <laughs> 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 which uh, yeah um, your water if you became dehydrated you have to go and find a body of water to either drink from um, but you could also as you leveled up one of the craftables you could pick was a water skin so you could take some water with you 
but um, food and stuff and the water skin over time that'd lose water over time food would also become spoiled in your inventory but you can get up to the stage in the like end game where you can build stuff like fridges to put yeah. food in to keep it longer <laughs> Uh, you could obviously tame dinosaurs and ride dinosaurs, which is a massive part of the game. We didn't get onto any of that. But just seeing it, it's vast. And you've got a whole day-night cycle in there, so it becomes pitch black and you need a torch or a fire. Your character becomes cold, at which point you need to create a fire to warm up. Which uh, It's just for a level, it's some really simple... It started off as quite kind of a simple game with some core concepts in it and all of these concepts kind of mesh together to create something that's just ridiculously advanced but really fun as well you should see when we went to see them at uh, gamescom we sat in the room talking because i think the game came out properly like uh, a few days ago didn't it like it's been in early access for ages yes so they was yes. just talking about some of the stuff they're doing and one of the, uh, the, the 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 guy who was playing it like the end game content he was like Iron Man, like he's flying around the map and he's got a gun and stuff. So you go from having nothing at all to like this super advanced thing. It's pretty a mental journey, but I think it's a lot of hours if you want to get that far. But yeah, it looks cool. Another game that's similar to that is Conan, isn't it? That's like a similar kind of concept. Conan Exiles both look pretty cool. Might check it out. All right. Next week's stream. So we're streaming Ark again uh, next Tuesday. That's going to be two hours this time, I think, instead of an hour and a half. And then uh, Thursday we return to Neverwinter. So see if Rich and Jack can remember the controls in that one. Should be interesting. All right, let's go into the news. So site news, TA Playlist Episode 5 came out this week. Uh, That's Life is Strange. I'll link to that in the show notes and you can go and listen to it either on the player on the site or go and subscribe on iTunes and all that good stuff. It's a pretty decent episode this month, I thought, knowing that it's a good game and having an interest in the game rather than Dark Souls like I think it is this month. I I won't be too much into that one. September's Games with Gold got announced uh, last week, obviously the first today, so you can download the first of these. So you're going to get Forza Motorsport 5, that's available today. Uh, Oxen Free from the 16th to the 15th of October. You've got Hydro Thunder Hurricane on the Xbox 360 and Back and Pat today till the 15th. And then Battlefield 3, 16th to the 30th. So that's a, a pretty solid month, I think. Yeah, that's not bad at all. And you've still got... Um, is Trials Evolution still available? Or Trials Fusion still available? Trials Fusion, available yeah, that's remaining until yeah. September the 15th. Nice. I downloaded that. I'm not brave enough to try it. On my definitely. All right, on to the next bit of news. Uh, there's been a new uh, batch of updates for the Xbox One and Xbox 360 versions of Minecraft. I'm not going to go into all the fixes and things because there's a big list of it. I'll link to it. But uh, most notable for us is that uh, some of the achievements that seem to be partly unobtainable are. Some people, I know I've got a guide for one for um, the record player one, and people were saying my we, guide's wrong, and some people were saying it's right, but it's but it's not working at the moment. So I think most of them have been patched. So I see people unlocking it. So that's good news all around. Uh, good news for Australians: South Park, the fractured but whole, is not going to be censored for them, which makes a change. Yeah, it was uh, black bars, oh, wasn't it, it, before and different. Um... 
like a static screen with we cannot show this in your country. <laughs> Although we got that in the UK as well, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. I don't know, I've not played it. But maybe it's just uh, a tamer version, or maybe yeah, potentially Australia are easing up. Who knows? But uh, October the seventeenth, you'll be able to play that finally. After it should have been coming out last year, shouldn't it? I think. Mm. That's, like, Let's just period. wait and see if it gets delayed again. Though could be a two thousand and eighteen title yet. <laughs> this time, yeah. Uh, good news for you, Jack. I saw this Super Meat Boy Forever. Oh, we'll come back to that. Alright, so I'll do the code giveaway again, like we have been doing a little bit now. Uh, this is for eight days. Do you remember this one, Jack? Eight days. Ah, yes. This was the one with the waterfall. Mm, top-down uh, shoot-em-up. Um, except it's kind of a top-down shoot-em-up, but you're playing as little characters, um, kind of army people. Right, okay, soldiers then. Yeah, soldiers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you've, you've played as soldiers. And, uh, yeah, it's just crazy. Loads of combat, loads of bullets. Um, there was a waterfall that Rich constantly kept falling down when we were playing. Um, Doesn't sound like lots of weapons, weapons kind of bazookas, guns, standard stuff like that. Very difficult as well, though. It took us ages to go through the first boss, from what I remember. I think I remember this one from what you're describing. All right, the code for this one is FXG4Q7PR76632VJ. And then we'll do the final bit of the code a little bit later on. All right, back to the news. Super Meat Boy Forever has been announced. I'm guessing you're pretty excited by this one, Jack. Uh, yeah, I liked the original Super Meat Boy. Played that for a couple of weeks. Managed to 200 gamer score it because it was an arcade game. Uh, that was really good, actually. Really fiddly. Um, a bit of a challenge, which is good. And it was kind of like my original trials, I suppose. Lots of muscle memory <laughs> and learning the moves and trying to get a little bit better at levels each time, beat your times. It was good, though. Um, from what I've seen, though, they've changed the art style quite a bit in this one. They've made it a little bit more cartoony. And they've introduced a ton yeah, of new mechanics. So you can slide under things now. You can punch enemies. In the first one, you didn't have any attacks as such. It was yeah. just avoiding enemies. So a rocket would shoot at you and it kind of home in on you. But you could just you couldn't do anything. You could trail it around the level and try and get it to crash into something. But that was it. In this one, though, you seem to have a proper fist that you can punch things with which is interesting. <laughs> um, I'm not too sure, though. The art style's a little bit weird and the sliding and stuff. don't know if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing, but I have to wait and see, I suppose. Is, um, they, they have said that the gameplay is described as substantially different, albeit still super challenging but fair, which sounds pretty much like what you like doing. Two buttons again automatic running so you just got two buttons I guess to punch jump and ooh it's interesting as well they've, they've said that the levels are dynamically constructed so yeah. they're not truly random but the creation is based it, they kind of change dynamically based on other factors seemingly yeah so it'd be interesting uh, that's coming to the Xbox One before summer of next year but it's on pretty much everything, Switch, PlayStation, Steam, and even phones, App Store, and Google Play. Look forward to seeing some more of that. 
The next one I just wanted to mention, just because uh, it'll become apparent later on, but we have we captured some footage from the crew too at Gamescom. But unfortunately, the first sort of like ten minutes as didn't record. I don't know where that's gone. But it shows something that they announced this week, which is the seamless switching between vehicles. And I just wanted to mention it because it's not going to be in our video, but it was it was really seamless. You use the right stick, you kind of push the right stick in, and it gives like a little radial menu where you can choose between the boat, plane, or car that I presume you have that kind of general preset, which are these things you want to use out the different cars and planes and stuff that'll be there. And then you just flick the, the right stick in the direction you want to go, and it'll just automatically... Like it kind of morphs into that vehicle. Uh, if you like, say, a car and you drive down the road and you switch to a plane, it'll just kind of change into the plane and then you have to kind of take off up. If you're a car on the road and you switch to a boat, it'll just switch to kind of like the, the nearest body of water nearby. And it, it was really seamless. It was really cool. It sounds a little bit like the, you know, Grand Theft Auto 5 where you could switch between all three of the main characters. Yeah. It's without the loading it, screen. Yeah, because that kind of zoomed out of the map, didn't it, and loaded you back in. Then you had like a little bit. There was always like a preset kind of Can't animation that they'd be doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is absolutely like I was driving down a road, switched to a plane, and then you sort of like still at road height with the plane, so you have to kind of pull up and go. Then you can fly around for a bit. Then I flew across like this. I don't know. It was like a canal or a river or something switch to a boat and he just kind of drops into the water and carried on going and then it like switched back to a car and it just switched back to a car on like the road nearby but the car was already moving so it wasn't like you had to start up and carry on you so it was pretty cool I think it'd be pretty interesting ways to journey around the map because that did look huge and then another thing that they showed us that I don't think is in this video but it was a really cool feature the game's always recording the last 10 minutes of gameplay in the background and you can go to like this in-game video editor do you know if you do something cool in the game or whatever and then you can kind of free cam all around that or you can um do you know go to different like the normal views that you get like for a car you can go do you know in car out of the car bonnet cam like rich using all that kind of stuff and you can just switch between it and make your own little highlight clips and stuff and they said that we were play i'm pretty certain we were playing on some pretty high powered pcs but he said like for the PS4 and the Xbox One, it'll work with, you know, like the inbuilt DVR functions and stuff. Okay. That's so pretty, uh, pretty diverse. And, that kind of stuff. and yeah, it's it just cause, it's the last 10 minutes of footage when you can obviously cut your clip down, save it off, save off screenshots and stuff like that. Exactly. And, and there was, like, you could... Will you like have access to those anywhere else? Would you be able to kind of upload them to a website online or whatever? I don't know if you get the full 10 minutes, but I know, like they said, you'd be able to, you know, share it from there. Like, I don't, the Xbox One doesn't do as good a job as the PS4, but the PS4's got like the share button on it, and you can just kind of send your clips to, tw to Twitter or YouTube or whatever you want. So, you could, I know, for once you've edited it down, but it's going to be interesting because the DVR on the Xbox One is in it like five minutes of clips. I think so, you can do uh, up to half an hour. Oh, can you? Crazy. It used to be five minutes originally, I think. So if the, if you can increase that and stuff, it'd be funky. But it was the whole thing was really seamless. So after that, they put us onto like a, a motocross race, like a drifting event, and then like an F one style race. So I've got that footage which I'll upload. But I just thought I'd mention it because they say it's seamless, but it is literally seamless. It's 
really neat feature. I don't know how useful it'd be, like, because when we were in the open road, open world, and he said just drive around and have fun, like, it was like, yeah, I don't know why I'm doing this. I mean, you probably have to go from event to event, and it makes sense when you're in the proper game, but. And the handling seemed all right. Like the plane was really easy to control. Do you know, sometimes planes are like crazy, aren't they? And it's hard to keep the thing up in the air. It was really kind of arcadey, just like twist and turn as you want. It seemed okay. pretty cool. And do you kind have like settings GTA in the game of... to kind of modify the controls of that? So it, it, you were saying it's very arcadey, but if somebody wanted it to be a little bit more like simulation. I'm not sure. We didn't, get, we didn't see any of that. If, okay. I, mean, you could, I know you could invert and stuff like that if you wanted to, but oh, I'm not sure. Further than that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> and then that's it for the main news. Uh, on to back compat. We only got the one day this week, Jack. Yeah, we had some games hit on Tuesday. We had some Telltale ones. So it's The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead Season 2, and The Walking Dead Michonne. Uh, all of which are already available on the Xbox One. But if you've only got the Xbox 360 versions, you can now play those on your one to. It's good for anybody that was hampering after those. Okay, uh, let's move on to questions. We've got a few this week again. We've not got a load of time, so we've kind of selected five of them. Uh, first one, question of the week from Ryan. I'm going to murder this. I guess it's Klassen. Um He said, media integration was at the forefront of the Xbox One launch. With the Xbox One X, there hasn't been much discussion of specs like 4K pass-through. What media feature would you like to see improved or removed? So I'd, I know for a f- from reading ranks, I Googled this. I think Mike Yabara has said that the the pass-through is there, but it's not 4K, which I suppose is disappointing if you want to use that. Like I I used, I'm probably the, one of the rare people who actually uses the pass-through um, just on normal Sky TV here in the UK. It's which quite is just like beneficial, isn't it? Because you get all your guide and stuff built into the console, don't you? So you kind of know how you can say this is on at this time or whatever and use the Xbox to just navigate straight to that. It's just super easy as well, not having to, you know, switch between, like, the HDMI channels because having kids, they always lose a remote or something like that. So just being able to go to the app and then, you know, the telly's playing rather than, you know, finding the, switching the surround sound channel over and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's just been really easy for me, but Sky here in the UK, 4K TV, sort of like, is just coming now like they've got the sky q so you can get some of the sports channels and a few of the films and stuff i think in 4k there's not a whole lot of content but if you wanted to do it you're gonna have to go direct into tv now rather than the pass through which is a bit of a shame i'm not even sure if that's something that can be changed with software after afterwards or whether the hardware just isn't up to the scratch because it obviously plays 4k stuff like dv uh the blu-rays and stuff like that doesn't it and Netflix, I think if the, the 4K, you can use that if you've got like this, the Xbox One S now. So be interesting. But I'm, I'm kind of gutted they haven't put the pass through in. And then uh, what media feature would you like to see improved or removed? I don't know. that. I'm glad they're kind of concentrating on the gaming console stuff, to be honest. It'd be great um, in terms of media to see. Uh, I, I don't know if this already exists, to be honest, because I don't really use my Xbox as a media console. I just use it for games. But um, a picture-in-picture, picture, so you could watch your telly or like do other stuff while you're playing a game on top. No, yeah, well, they kind of removed that feature with, with Snap, didn't they? Because you could watch... 
Yeah, you, you TV had some on the sports apps YouTube that you could stuff. snap and stuff. And Netflix. Yeah. And you could snap that. So it's a shame, but yeah, picture in picture would probably be the most sensible it'd be great way to be go. like the you know the little achievement tracker pop up. I mean, you could just yeah, like, control you could, where you put it. You could control the opacity yeah. of it. Just have it over the screen. That'd be very yeah, interesting. Yeah, useful while you're grinding some stuff. You can yeah, just exactly. Just put some crap yeah, TV on there. Yeah, like because yeah. <laughs> they've got they, I know I, they've got that I don't even know if it's still there now because obviously the snap stuff's gone but you could kind of adjust the volumes as well couldn't you like you could make it so if you were watching TV and, or whatever it was in snap you could make that the the louder and turn the game volume down and stuff so yeah. I don't know hopefully something like that would come but it doesn't look like it the way the, the dashboard's presently going Next question is from Rob Scott. He asks, why can I only seem to pre-order Scorpio editions of the Xbox One X? Are they going to release the other versions later? Yes, they are going to release the other versions later. I think it is now, because we've just rolled over into September, it's actually this month. They said they'd have some more information and news on that. And we'll definitely do a story on site, publish that, um, with links of where you can get them. And stuff like that so make it easy for you to go and pre-order your normal edition and that brings us on nicely to the next question from will who asked do you think microsoft will have shortage with the xbox one x like the switch or will they be prepared i'm gonna say i think they'll be okay i think they're gonna be okay i think they've done it very cunningly uh in terms of their launch, so they've launched Project Scorpio Special Edition first. Obviously, the early adopters and stuff are going to hop on that, and that gives them an idea of potentially how many normal editions they need to make. Because the Scorpio editions, they, I think they predicted they were going to last a week, and they sold out in a day at most places. So that tells them, yeah, there's kind of a big market for this. People are going to be buying it. We need to step up production for the other stuff, which is probably already in production but they can probably push a few more through now if they need to, or if they see, see cause to. My guess would be that the spec scenes have been locked in since like E3 last year. Do you know when they announced it then? So my guess is they've been, you know, ordering components and that kind of thing for a while. Um, and then also you got to think the price, the, the, well, a few things, the Switch was like, if you were a Nintendo fan, you had to have the Switch if you wanted to play the latest Nintendo games. Obviously the Xbox One X, you don't need to, you can just keep your, your Xbox One or your Xbox One S. So there's no need. And also I think the Switch was kind of like, it was priced at a, you know, like if you were coming home from work and you'd just been paid and you thought, do you know what, I fancy that. It was at a price where you could probably afford to buy it. Whereas the One X at like £450 is that it's like a bit more expensive. That's a bit more of an investment in it if you're going to buy something that Yeah, much. I think the point you made is really interesting about you don't need it um, in all reality. You obviously get benefits from having it, but worst comes to worst, you can't get your hands on one. All the stuff, all the content on it is going to work on the original, so you can just keep playing on that until you can. So even if there is a shortage, it doesn't really affect anybody that that much all right but so we're saying pretty much we think they'll be quite readily available yeah i think they'll be available the but if they aren't it's not too much of an issue for them i don't think i wonder how many of these you know limited edition in inverted commas um 
Scarpy auditions are actually making if that's I don't know. I mean, Apparently, still Argos have got infinite numbers, haven't they? They still seem to be uh, yeah, I mean, doing pre-orders for them, which I don't understand how. They must have somebody in the back with a green pen writing Project Scorpio edition on the normal consoles. <laughs> they keep appearing, don't they? On like Amazon, they'll go out and then they'll yeah. come back and stuff. I don't know if that's just people cancelling their pre-orders or having second thoughts. Yeah. Interesting, but it seems like there's going to be a, they're not as limited as they sound to be honest. Um, next question from Ian Triplo How big a hard drive do you think the X will really need? This will be interesting because they announced that they're going to start uh, allowing you to download the 4K updates in advance, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I can. It's going to be interesting when that starts happening. How big these games suddenly become? Because if it, if it's only like a couple of gigs per game, then it's not too bad. Whereas if you jump in, like adding another twenty, thirty, something gigs to some of them, mm. then a one terabyte's going to fill up quick, isn't it? I think a one terabyte will fill up quickly. And look at Halo Five. Halo Five's pushing over. It's just over a hundred gigs, I think, isn't it, for all the content and just the game it's itself. Crazy yeah, so that's a tenth of your hard drive taken up on one game. So, yeah, as I was saying, um, I think the perfect size for a drive now is probably four or five terabytes. That'll get you a ton of data on there. Um, but it doesn't make sense for them to put something like that in the console. It'd be incredible if they did, but it'd just make it super expensive. It'd push the cost up even more, and I think they wanted to limit that, which is where one of the... Uh, where this came into effect, really, but with all the functionality we've added around drives and being able to just plug any external in, it becomes, it's kind of like an extra thing you can buy if you want. You're not forced to spend extra money on like four terabytes that you might never use just because it's in the console. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff they announced, that uh, cons, uh, what, sorry, network you know, transfer around your home network and stuff. I can kind of use other Xboxes. I've got like externals on all of them, but I've got like a one or a two terabyte on them all. So I can kind of shift stuff around, I think, and, you know, kind of use them all as different storage everywhere, nice. hopefully. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, next question is from Killer from our YouTube team. Uh, with Microsoft negotiating with Sony over crossplay, could we unite the podcast between True Trophies once a month to discuss games in common? No, hate them over there. <laughs> I don't think there'd be uh, any opposition to doing that, but Microsoft have been in discussion with Sony over crossplay for ages, and Sony seem to be the people that don't want to do it because they were talking with Rocket League, weren't they, ages ago? Microsoft yeah, yeah, yeah. said, yeah, we want to do it. And Minecraft. And, yeah, Minecraft as well. Minecraft's obviously a bit different because my, um, Microsoft owned all the rights and stuff to that now, don't they? So I imagine they could say to Sony, well, you, you can't have the rights unless you do this. Mm, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? That'd be a well, that'd sneaky be Turning down money, I can't see that happening. No, no, I can't see that happening. I imagine there's already <laughs> some agreement in place whereby it was already out on that console, so it has to stick around, but... Yeah, I wouldn't have any opposition but, uh, to doing that. We've got some big games, and like I, I speak to like Extreme Phobia, who does the um, TT podcast, he hosts it there. So we could do, especially now with some of the bigger games coming out, some of the big third party games that are on both systems, we could. Uh, yeah, we just have to uh, find a time something. that works for everyone. 
Yeah, they're US based, aren't they? Which is yeah, uh, becomes a bit of an issue. We have to stay up late. Are they going to pay? Them? All right. Thanks for all the questions this week. Uh, moving on to achievement list, Jack. Mm. Loads. Loads. We're yeah, only looking loads. at the past week, so we've uh, kind of run off a week before, but had a few triple A's, had F1 2017, 50 achievements, WRC 7, 41 achievements, two copies of FIFA 18. We've got the Xbox One version with 44 achievements and the 360 version with 45 achievements. And the Xbox One stuff has all the journey mode achievements, whereas 360 version doesn't have any of the journey mode, so they are different lists worth a peek. Yeah. Uh, Life is Strange, it was the full list for all three episodes of a hit, so it's 34 achievements in total, but split across um, base game and two DLC episodes. I had ACA Neo Geo Fatal Fury with 12 achievements. Mages of Mistralia with 30 achievements. Rock of the Ages 2, Bigger and Bolder, 14. Echoes of the Fae, The Fox's Trail with 15. Eterno Blade with 14. Seam Speedrunners from Hell with 27. Songbringer with 32. Time Recoil with 15. And the biggest, uh, obviously biggest game of the week, <laughs> Repeller Fishing Pro Series with 32 achievements. Yes. I think that's for... Uh, before you... Sorry, before you move on to the DLC, I just want to ask you because I was away and I missed all this last week. What's the score with the new Minecraft version that hit? Ah, okay. So the new Minecraft version is a th- it's like a combo version. So it's it's available now for the Xbox Insiders um, on the Xbox One, but I think it's a UWP version. So it's going to be the version that sits across multiple devices although I'm not entirely sure to be honest I haven't done too much research on it let me just double check I know it's got the mouse and keyboard support on the Xbox One yeah it's got the mouse and keyboard support and it's currently on the Xbox One but it's exactly the same as the other version it's just the I think it's a beta because it was released as right, yeah. like a, a bedrock beta version or something they pushed that out on the exact same day so I think it coincides with that um, it is available to play at present. I don't know if this is going to supersede the old version, though. So there is the Xbox One edition and the other edition. I think they're calling those now legacy editions. So this is going right, to okay. become the new version that they then start updating, and the updates won't come out for the other versions. But I think you'll still think be able to play those. I've got the I saw the option to do to download it, but I've left it. I think what I'll do is I'll wait till that better together thing is fully live and then I can get some of the worlds from the Windows 10 version in there and blast through it. I think I'll do it then. And we had uh, two Windows titles hit as well. We had War Planets Online Global Conquest with 10 achievements for a thousand game score and Shovel Knight, a Windows 10 version, which is just the Xbox version includes the updates with 85 achievements for 2000 game score. Okay. Which is a lot, a lot of G's. Yeah. And we've had some DLC as well. Had Horns of Reach in Elder Scrolls Online, Tamaril Unlimited, six achievements for 220 game score. The definitive edition of Recall, the update for that hit. So this is just a title update. So if you've already got Recall, you'd have to go and buy 
a new version, you just get an extra 20 achievements for 500 gamer score to unlock. Uh, Gems of War got another patch, title update 5, two achievements for 65 gamer score. And that is it. DLC. Okay. Uh, before we move on to new releases, the, the, I'll give you the second hand part of that code for eight days, which is VTRJX FD7TZ. So go and get that game. All right, new releases. We're getting onto the the big stuffs coming. So today we have White Noise White Noise Two, Echoes of the Fay the Fox's Tale, Songbringer. Well, Planet Online Global Conquest on Windows 10. And then next week, we have Don't Knock Twice, Squish the Corrupted Crystal. No idea on that one. But then we've got Destiny 2. It's Biggie. Which yeah. uh, I, I can't decide if I'm going to pick that up or not. I'm not too sure I still need to finish Destiny 1. So. Yeah. And then uh, the big title for next week, next Friday, we get NBA 2K18, The Prelude which uh, will hopefully be a quick and easy thousand games for. Yeah, um, speak, going back to Destiny 2 quickly, um, did you see the trophy list here? Uh, and it's oh, got no. four, 14 trophies. 14? 14, wow. which seems bizarre. Um, I'm not too sure if those are just placeholders or not, but uh, this is obviously PlayStation versus hit because it's trophies. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see when the Xbox One list hits if that is 14 as well. So, yeah, that'd be a bit disappointing. It'd be a bit uh, anticlimactic, yeah. but it'd also be kind of nice because it's a tiny number of achievements that potentially won't take too long. Yeah, but I can I can imagine because they've got more of a kind of campaign bits in it. I can imagine some of them are really like late on, long winded, and yeah. you're like you're spending five hours between each achievement or something like that. I don't know. I'd be interested to see. Played Destiny two, and it's. Uh, it seemed like Destiny 1, to be honest. I didn't really spot a great deal of change. But we only had a shortish time with it. All right, that's it for this week's show. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, hopefully, we'll all be back together next week. Rich won't be at any super secret events, hopefully. Um, until then, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Catch you later.